I just want people to get better. This is part of the reason why I do this. I, I wake up every morning and I try and find a way to contribute. Uh, we all have a voice and, you know, your voice may be the one that, that ignites somebody else's. And so you have to tell your story. You have to tell your testimony and you have to do your best to get that message across because it's ultimately your responsibility. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are and wherever you're watching from. My name is Matt Pierce, host of The Visual Lounge, where we talk about using images and video in the workplace. Today, here's the thing. You've got to start someplace. And it's is it better to start badly or is it better to learn everything you can and get going? And we're, we've are we got a great guest because he has been in the process of starting. He has made himself in a lot of different directions and a lot of different things. So let's go ahead and introduce our guest for today. Eddie Gray is a multifaceted creative whose successful track record speaks for itself. The Los Angeles-based musician began playing with synthesizers and writing on computer programs at an early age, eventually beginning a musical education that would take him into the world of composing and songwriting. His success as a composer has been seeing many high-level placements, most notably the main title themes for DirecTV's Celebrity Beach Bowl, as well as the theme for their fantasy football channel. His work as head composer has covered many shows, including the Emmy award-winning show, show, Born This Way, and most recently, the Kim Kardashian West Justice Project. Eddie Gray's reputation for high-quality compositions, music supervision placements, and songwriting exemplify his well-rounded knowledge of music and his ability to add color to any scene, soundtrack, or ad placement. And I will say he's also now an author for TechSmith on how to create a product walkthrough video which you can check out on our tutorials pages. With that said, please help me welcome Eddie to the Visual Lounge. What's going on? How are you? Good, Eddie. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so glad we get to talk to you. I mean, what a what a distinguished resume you've got. That it's always a pleasure. It's fun to read those, frankly. Uh, so it's cool to to have you on the show. We're gonna start kind of where we always start with our guests. The first thing is, uh, you're you're not, besides all the music stuff, you're also a video creator. So. Tell us, how'd you get started with creating and using video? Well, long story short, COVID hit and I knew it was time to pivot. I kind of saw the Titanic, you know, and um, I was just thinking of ways to reinvent myself and also just reinvigorate myself. I've been doing music since I was 10 years old, you wow. know, much older than that. And um, I just kind of needed to, you know, get the juices flowing again. And since I was a little kid, I always knew I would be performing in front of the camera to some degree or another. And so it just felt like a natural transition. You know, I could document my progress. I could uh, perhaps, you know, elevate others in the process as well. And uh, it's, yeah, it's been a blast. I love video. It, there's a lot to learn. It's quite the learning curve. But I think uh, with resources from, you know, companies like TechSmith um, and a bunch of giving people on, on the Internet nowadays, there's a lot of just amazing folks. I think you could you can get up there quickly, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So for you, as you, you j journeyed into the world of video, what for you defines success? How how do you know a video is successful for you? For me, it's always been the same: the progressive realization of a worthy goal. That's how I judge my success. Um, I think that the, there's also the monetary value. I mean, that's just mm -hmm. part of it. It's it's always been for me. I think it's part of the reason that I've been successful in, in all of my endeavors is because I always treated it like a business, whether I was 
writing an article for a publication, whether I was making videos, I, I was all in. I did the best that I could, failed plenty of times, hence the art of starting badly. <laughs> yeah. So so out of curiosity, you, you mentioned, you know, obviously there's a lot of people who might listen to the show. They're they're making video for their businesses and maybe they're like me. You know, I don't own TechSmith. I'm not the primary person at TechSmith. There's a, there's a right. whole bunch of other people who are super smart, who have made TechSmith successful. I just get to be part of it and hopefully contribute a little bit. So, but so for you, Eddie, what does that look like? I mean, obviously as a sole kind of an independent person, you do a lot of freelance work. Um, but what, what sets us apart like you're, that you're willing to make it like be able to be monetized or be at that level of success? Is there something that you think really sets these projects apart? Well, before I get into my side of things, I just want to say that you're such a valuable player in the team. I just want to be clear about that. Uh, getting to know you and, and what you do, it's, it's so awesome. But anyway, as far as what I do, uh, I mean, I look, I, I keep things really simple. I always feel like it's, it's my duty, like it's my job. In other words, I don't care if I'm being considered for a work for hire position, if I'm an employee, if it's just a one-off, like it's always the most important thing. And I've always been like this, you know, uh, in music specifically when I first started, I, you know, there was times I was making $50 a song, $100 a song, which is really not much, but sadly it's become somewhat of a standard um, but I work the same when I made $5,000 a song and I, or I made $50 a song, nothing changed in regards to my, my, my dedication to my approach. And, and I think that it doesn't matter if you work for a company, it doesn't matter if you're an assistant, it doesn't matter if you're the, the CFO or CEO, I think you still have to give it your all, you know? Yeah. I, well, I love that. And, and thank you for the compliment. I, we try here. I, I really try to be a value add to, to everything we do. So, but I, I love that approach, right? Because it is something that there's something to be said about like, hey, it doesn't matter, you know, put it, if you put your all into it, you're going to be more successful than if you don't. So next question for you, Eddie, kind of broadly. I mean, I know you're fairly new to video. We were just, at, we were talking some video tips and camera tips this morning, but what's one tip you would give our audience to help them improve their videos, like to make their videos more successful? Anything that you've come across so far? Oh man, there's really a lot, but I just think, you know, continuing to kick that can forward. What can I do to, to improve my production? Uh, I mean, first and foremost, learning the, what I would like the, the program, right? In this mm -hmm. case, I use Camtasia. In all fairness, I actually pick it above Final Cut Pro. I picked it above Adobe. I have access to both of those programs. I own both of those programs or I'm subscribed to, to uh, the, uh, the Adobe one, but I, I still choose Camtasia. And that's just because it's simple, it's easy, it's fast. And uh, yeah, so the, the advice that I would throw out there is just keep it simple, at least initially, and then you can kind of, you know, explore different frontiers a little bit later on. Yeah, and I, I, I love that point about learn the tool, right? It doesn't matter what tool. I mean, we're, we're, we're fans of Camtasia here, obviously, but, uh, you know, but learning what that tool can do, how to use those those pieces well does make a big difference, right? Just understanding like, okay, now it, cause it opens up other opportunities to do cool things. But in all fairness, just really quick, you know, Camtasia for me was such a breakthrough product because, you know, I come from music production and I didn't have number one, the time, number two, the bandwidth to learn something as dense as Final Cut Pro. I tried, 
my mentor actually writes manuals and he has a manual for Final Cut. I, I really tried to delve in there, but it just and and I just jumped into Camtasia and I learned it within a week. It was amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, that's awesome. So Eddie, tell us a little bit about the types of videos that you're making nowadays. Like what yeah. like what's kind of structure? What kind like I know there's, you know, some people might say, Are you making music videos because you're such a music person? Are you doing like tutorial? What what type of videos are you making? I would say like 80% of my content is like product walkthroughs. Uh, I talk about uh, plugin software a lot. I, I consult and help various companies. I create like presets for different uh, software instruments. And so a lot of it has to do with that. That's the bulk of it. Uh, but recently I've been kind of exploring and working with, you know, other pieces of technology, AI tech um, for companies, well, such as TechSmith and, and others. Um, and I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm exploring what else is possible. You know, I'm not, I'm not, uh, one-sided, I'm not one D, you know, I'm multifaceted and I, I want to kind of see what else is there. And so that's why I'm so glad that I was able to, to hook up with, uh, with TechSmith because I got to, you know, move, uh, laterally into, into something else, describing my process and showing more of my like personality and stuff. So it's been, it's been a blast. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. And I, and I, and I think that will resonate really well with our audience, right? That they're also creating product walkthroughs, tutorials, teaching people how to understand processes, things like that. So, you know, we, we labeled this show as the art of starting badly and you've referred to it a little bit already, right? Um, so why would you say that's an important thing to do? Why is it, or is it, a, maybe I'm, maybe I'm making some assumptions here. I should, is it okay? Should I start, if I'm getting started, should I start badly or should I wait? Till I can maybe be better. I mean, for me, it's always been the same story since the very beginning. You know, when I started music, I'm not kidding, we started playing drums on pillows. I mean, this is like, like, you know, my, my origin story. We played like beat up nylon string guitars from Tijuana. Um, but to me, you know, it's, it's just always been about realizing that success and, and taking your lot in life, your station, and then just taking that ball as far as you can. So I think it's, it's crucial. I think if you wait for that perfect moment, it's never going to come. Um, and so I'd rather stutter. I'd rather stammer. I'd rather make mistakes, you know, on my way to progress than just, you know, sit idle. Yeah. I, I, I love that we have a, uh, and those who listen to the show will know this and I'll, I'll even say it today at the end of the show, we always talk about leveling up, right? Uh, I don't know if you're, uh, familiar with the book At Atomic Habits. I know it. Okay. Yeah. So the, the, the model, right? The 1% better. It's like, don't, you don't have to get a hundred percent better. You just get a little bit better, little tweaks here and there. And that aggregate, the uh, margin, the aggregational gains, right? Uh, margin of aggregational gains just adds up to, to make you much more successful, even so than if you tried to make a 10% or 20% kind of jump and leap. So yeah, I love that approach. And not to be too philosophical, but, you know, I, I'm happier when I'm making progress. Like, I've always been happier. I'm just that kind of person. I don't know if it's a, you know, a masculine trait or whatever. But when I'm climbing, I just sense like a deep sense of I got up at 430 in the morning, you know, to mix. I get to mix for for a living. I get to work, uh, you know, my dream every single day. It's a reality for me. And so, I, you know, I've sleep sometimes four or five hours, but I love it, man. I'm so stoked. That's impressive just in itself. Let's just say that. <laughs> it's someone who needs a good eight hours. But I'm question, you know, question I have here is 
you know, it's kind of the philosophy is get, keep, get better, get progressive, you know, progress. And I love that. But is there a thing is like too bad? Like, it's just like, you're such an, maybe it's because you just don't know. And by bad, you know, I, I want to be careful here. I don't want people to think, oh, my stuff stinks if I just started. Like, but is there a point where it's like, oh man, it is still too early or maybe it's just not yeah. quite good enough that you shouldn't, you shouldn't share, you shouldn't put it out there because some stumbles, some ums and ahs, you know, you've got a production background that I think regardless of how you feel about the video stuff, it, it, there's some advantages there, right? You've learned to like nothing else, you've got good audio. Uh, so I guess, uh, is there such a thing as, too bad. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, I mean, I'm super biased, just I guess because you know, I started from the bottom now we're here kind of thing. But the truth is, is you know, we all have value to give. Um, and and also here, let me give you just a, a quick analogy. Think of a a 12 year old guitar player. Okay, let's just say that she just started playing guitar or ukulele. How is she supposed to get better? She's supposed to play her songs or cover songs predominantly, right? In front of an audience that may be reticent, you know, that may not want to listen, but that's how we get better. You know, there, there has to be a space for that progress. And if that space for you is YouTube uh, and you get some criticism, which ultimately you're going to get if you're in front of eyeballs, then it, it is what it is. But I think that you have to stand in that fire. Yeah. Well, I have, uh, my children are musically talented and I see that hey. in them, right? Like, so <laughs> singers, you know, uh, percussionists, a trombonist, whatever. Uh, and I do see that, right? So I, I appreciate that perspective. So thinking about as, as you, in your career, whether it was music or as your shift, as you shifted into video, what's that process look like? We've talked about, you got to progress, right? You got to get better. So yeah. how do you like do that? What, what are what advice would you give? And it can be philosophical or it can be really practical. Either either yeah. one. How do you go about getting better? Like, what are the things that you do, the steps you take to actually make that happen? Because I think there is something about, you know, like yeah, I can. I I I've definitely done things where I've just kind of done the same things over and over, and I've not progressed. Right. I just mm. keep doing it, and it's not getting any better. It's just like status quo. Um. So, do you have advice that you could give us about actually taking that and getting better? Yeah, uh, I guess I'll I'll try and touch it from from two different places. Uh, let me start, I guess, with the philosophy. Like, I have this this notion. I I didn't read it anywhere. Uh, I just kind of picked it up, you know, as I've as I've made progress throughout the years. But like, I think that the intricacies of any subject, right? If we're talking about uh, uh, music, if we're talking about relationships, whatever, I think those things start to kind of uncover and unveil themselves as you do them. And I think that you could read a thousand books on the subject, but the only real study is is the doing of the work, right? Like I'm really big on this idea of, of just having discipline and, and doing it day in and day out, day in and day out, because that's where the real learning begins. So that's, that's a, to me, the biggest part of it. But if you just want to get practical, you got to learn all the X's and O's, right? What is the software? How do I use it? Uh, key commands. I mean, just obvious stuff. The way I do things and that I've done it for ever is um, I'll take a subject like, okay, when I learned um, Camtasia, right? I got certified mm -hmm. uh, on Snagit and Camtasia. I took every single course, watched every single video, and then I put the learning behind me 
and then I work. So if you want to create like a, some fundamental knowledge, I respect that. I think, I think it's, it's a beautiful thing, but I don't rely on it in order to move forward. I think it's just, it's a good thing to have, but then I completely let go of it at some point or another. Yeah. So it's, in, it sounds like it's informing you like, okay, this is, you know, and, and I look at these programs and, you know, and I've learned different softwares throughout the year. And so it's like, yeah. ah, I need that knowledge because that's going to help me, but it doesn't help me be creative. It doesn't help me actually necessarily do the work because, but it might inform the work. Maybe I can be faster. Maybe I can be more effective. Maybe there's things I didn't know it could do. And it's like, oh yeah, it opens up doors, but I still have to apply those creatively to, to whatever it is I'm doing, I suppose. Yeah. And, and I think that happens throughout that journey, right? Like beginner, it's time to start over again. Um, if you want to call it intermediate or a little bit, you know, more advanced, you still have to start over again. And, and we keep doing this cycle, you know, through our, our artistic process or artistic lives. You know. So, so this is, I, I feel like we're getting, it's like this uh, really awesome uh, philosophical conversation about getting better, which I, it's so cool uh, to me. But so there's this uh, graph that I've seen and I've seen it for, gosh, Oh, decade and a half. It's been out there. There was a gal, uh, Kathy Sierra. She talked about what she called the suckage curve, right? Like when you are learning something new, you often progress pretty quickly. Like you get pretty quickly. Then you kind of maybe you, you fall off a little bit. And then and then a lot of people get stuck in what she called the valley of suck, right? You're just you're not really you're like an intermediate, perpetual intermediate. You're never getting quite better, but you're never becoming an expert or you're never getting to that kind of expert level. What it sounds like, for, and I'm just kind of summarizing some of the things I've heard you say today, Eddie, it sounds like it's putting in the time, doing the work, learning what you can, but then going and building upon it. That's what's going to get you, if you really want to be good at whatever it is you're doing, whether that's making music, Camtasia videos, how-to explainer videos, walkthrough videos, like you've got to, you got to, can't stay in that intermediate kind of perpetual intermediate suckage point. You've got to push past it and do and, but that's going to take time and effort and repetition. Does that sound right? hundred percent. And, you know, just another thing that really helped me when I was in my music world, um, I'm not on automatic pilot. I still study. I don't study every day. If I'm on a project, I do. But when I'm not on a project, I study and then I do. That's just my approach. Like, for example, let's say I was going to start um, a new project. I would learn something the morning of. And then when it was time to do the work, then I would apply that concept. And if it worked great and if it didn't, then I would throw it away. But it's this constant process of like development, taking a new skill. I mean, this is the, the glory of, of, of our days that we get to learn anything we want whenever we want. So I would imagine someone's listening to this and saying, I don't, Eddie, I don't have time to throw things away. Right. Like there's that fear of of like I've wasted time if I've done something and it didn't work. So I'm not going to I'm either not going to push to try it or I'm, if I try it and it's maybe it's not the, what I want it to be. I might just go with it because I think there's that, that reality of kind of pressure. Right. I've got to I've got to get to done. I've got to be productive. Quote, I've got to do this stuff. So so what would you say to that that person who's like, man, Eddie, I can't afford to throw things away if I do it. I, it's got to work. So maybe I won't try. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's no guarantees. I talked to a college uh, a kid recently and he was basically, he, you know, he was asking me to give him certainty, like, 
about his life. And I said, I, I can't do that. I said, if you're going to get in music, there's literally no guarantee. Even if you do all the work, mm-hmm. even if you, you know, put in the time, there's literally no guarantee. You have to be okay with that, that end result. But as far as video goes, I just want to just yeah. be clear. I think literally anybody and everybody can have a voice. They can find their personality. They can build a brand, build a, a viable channel. I just want to be clear about that because I've seen some channels on YouTube and other uh, sites where I'm impressed by what these individuals have been able to do. The amount of hits that they're getting, uh, they took their idiosyncrasies and their 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 quirks and they made it work. And it's just like so uh, encouraging for anybody. I mean, whether you're cool hand Luke and you're super smooth or whether you're just like spacey and wild, like I love it. I just love that anybody can can do this right now, you know? Yeah, I, 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 I love that approach and it's it's absolutely true. And I am also blown away by the, the some of the people that are out there making it happen and making great videos and doing great things with the the space that they have. Um, so, Eddie, if you're OK with it, I'd like to shift gears a little bit from video, because here you are. You are this amazing musician, musical artist. You've got this like this amazing like, I mean, Frank, I mean, you won an Emmy. Jesus, Pete's right. Like you've got some, you got some skill here, and I want to relate it back to the video. But I'm, I'm curious for you, what role does music and that sound design play in your videos? How much are you focusing on that versus just making a good kind of solid visual explainer video? Yeah, I would say that the focus has lessened on audio because I don't think that's the emphasis. I mean, sometimes I'm just on hard deadlines too. Um, yeah, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, do I pay attention to the details? Am I meticulous? Absolutely. For example, if I have an image um, and it's, 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 you know, you're creating like a motion path or something, I definitely want to, you know, accentuate that. Or if I'm creating a transition in between different, you know, pieces of footage, definitely going to uh, honor that as well. So, yeah, it's, it's there, but it's just not, it's not the primary focus. Okay. The story is. Absolutely. So... You know, I think music is something um, our our audience struggles with sometimes. You know, there's a balance there from a learning perspective. You know, music can yeah, cognitively make it heavy for people to, if they're trying to learn. But but I think people like music and they want to know, like, you know, how how do I get good music? If I'm not creative or not, it's not even that I'm not creative. I, I don't have the skills to make music. I never learned all those basics. I wish I would have. But if I if I don't have the skills... What what advice do you give somebody about how to go source music that's going to work for their projects? You know, I'm thinking instructional videos, YouTubers, things like that. Any suggestions? Uh, this is a weird one because this is the age, the age old battle of like everybody disagrees, you know, like um, so prior to this job and prior to this life, I actually used to be a personal trainer and uh, I saw this like firsthand. And I always talk about this part of my life because I want people to to remember you know, and to be encouraged, like, wow, if this guy could take that situation and create something entirely different, then so can I. So I just want to make sure that I always highlight that. Never yeah. want to forget that part of my journey. But, um, you know, some people like the music. They think it, it, it enhances the, 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 the content and, so, and others don't. I mean, I, I get, uh, you know, comments all the time on my YouTube channel, you know, why do you have music? It's just so unnecessary. I just, I don't think it's ever going to end. Whether you do it or you don't, I think there's going to be a problem. Um, I just say, 
you know, if it's if it's true to your heart and you want that energy blast, then add the music and just deal with the comments. Um, as far as sourcing music, yeah, I mean, it's all taste, right? It's all it, um, it's just like cooking, I guess. Pick the right ingredients. If your channel is like a super chill channel, if you're a very calm person, I'm not sure I would play, you know, uh, heavy metal, but that's just me. <laughs> Maybe I like the contrast. Okay, Eddie, I like Maybe. <laughs> okay, so one last question about music. Um, for you, you, you obviously go out and you've seen a lot of people's videos. I, I think you're, I feel confident that you've seen a good swath of things. What's a mistake you see people make with music uh, on their videos? Any, anything that stands out to you? Anything like, oh man, kind of from a device perspective, like are there things people do wrong? Maybe it's that calmness and, Mis mix, uh, mismatching the uh, yeah. types of music and the personality, but anything else that stands out to you? Honestly, it's just too loud, too loud mm. and also too busy. So not to get into a discussion, you know, within audio, but just if we talk about a transient, right? A transient is basically a peak in your audio. So it just, it just kind of peaks up. So like right now I'm talking and it's steady, but if I go loud, it's going to peak up like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so if I have a song that has a lot of transience, a lot of movement, it's super confusing to try and listen to like a heavy piece of, of information and also try and listen to that transient material. So don't be too loud, number one. But then number two, pick information that's sensitive, um, like depending on if you're if you have a, a, a heavy subject. So. Yeah, maybe if there's a pause and, and you have your title sequence coming in, yeah, pick some eclectic music, something weird, something trippy. But if you're talking, it shouldn't be that busy or complex. Obviously, there shouldn't be any vocals under you speaking because now you're speaking on top. You got the narration and then you have, you know, other words contrasting. And it's just it's not going to blend. Yeah, well, that is fantastic advice and uh, well explained. In fact, uh, I'm going to I'm a collector of good ideas. So I'm going to borrow what you just talked about with the transient, because that is that is a great way to help people see in my mind and explain and understand one of the challenges with uh, mixing music and your vocals. Right. Like your 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 speech track. So uh, thank you for that. Appreciate it. Well, Eddie, it has come to a time in our show where we like to go into our what we call our speed rounds, so our quick answers with our quick questions with quick answers. So let's go ahead and jump right in. Okay, Eddie, we're going to go over to our dice cam. So we've got the dice cam so you, everyone can see we're going to roll a 12 sided die. I've got 12 questions. I don't know what I'm going to ask you. You don't know what I'm going to ask you, but here we go with the first roll, and it is a 10. So question number 10 is, let's go ahead and look at this. It says, okay, I mean, maybe this is a good one. Maybe not. You, you kind of transitioned or been transitioning music to more to video, but what's next for Eddie? I mean, you're doing all this great stuff. It could be near term, long term. What, what do you think is going to be next for you? Oh man. Should I, should I say it? Should I do this now? Um, I don't know. Uh, um, well, I'm, I'm recording an album for a big uh, institution right now. But my ultimate goal, and I want to say it kind of here live because I want to hold myself accountable and I want others to hold myself accountable. One of my short-term dreams is to work for Logic Pro. Logic Pro is the music software that I work with, yeah. uh, that I that I use rather, and I've done work for them, but I don't work for them, if that, if that yep. makes sense. So that's, that's one of my goals. 
All right. Well, let's let's hope we maybe we can manifest that into the universe and and help you to to bring that about. That'd be awesome. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna take this way. We're gonna roll another question here. Here we go. Ooh, question number three. Okay, so you you have been very successful. I mean, you look at your creds back going back to the introduction here. You've done a lot. You've had some successes, some awards. But what's the one thing you're most proud of in your career? Honestly, just being a man of integrity, of uh, having a family, being a great dad, and just being there for for my daughter. That's that's my number one. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That is nothing to shake a stick at. That is a good thing. Okay, good good answer. So let's go one more question here. Oh, we've got ten. We can't. We can't no no repeats on this. So. Eight. Snake eyes. All right. That's my favorite number. All right. So number eight is, oh, this is, this is a fun one. If you had to pick an image, okay, to represent, that represents you, what would it be? So think about, you know, all those great stock photos out there, photographs, any kind of image. Yeah. What, what would you pick that represents you? Uh, I, I just came back from Japan. And so I'm going to have to go with the dragon, the infamous uh, story of the koi fish that that kind of uh, swims against the the stream or against the resistance and ultimately jumps out of that resistance and becomes a dragon. Oh right, I love it. You're 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 manifesting into something bigger and more powerful. It's awesome. Well, Eddie, this has been just a pleasure to talk to you. I love the advice you've given. I I hope our audience is taking away some really really great uh, understanding, some great notes. So if they wanted to learn more from you and connect with you, where should they turn? Where can they look? So yeah, I've got two YouTube channels. One of them is called The Modern Creative, where I cover all things technology. And then my second channel that I just started about two, three months ago is called That Logic Pro Guy. And this is a channel dedicated to people that want to learn Apple's Logic Pro in a succinct and comprehensive manner. So The Modern Creative, That Logic Pro Guy. Perfect, perfect. Now. Eddie, as I mentioned to you earlier, we like to end our show with, uh, with kind of a, a take on your perspective on what we've talked about today. So, Eddie, what is your final take for today? Final take? I just want people to get better. This is part of the reason why I do this. I, I wake up every morning and I try and find a way to contribute. Uh, we all have a voice and, you know, your voice may be the one that that ignites somebody else's. And so you have to tell your story. You have to tell your testimony and you have to do your best to get that message across because it's ultimately your responsibility. Awesome. Well, Eddie, thank you so much for joining me today in the Visual Lounge. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Of course, we love it when you like, subscribe, and you go out there and leave us reviews, whether on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, we read them, we watch them, and we, we love to hear from you. If you want to contact us, you got a guest idea, you got a show idea, you got something you want to ask, TechSmith, me, well, whoever, you can always email us at thevisuallounge at techsmith.com. We'd love to hear from you. Of course, if you're finding success listening to the show, it's helping you to get better. Now, we end the show really the same way every time because what Eddie talked about is the perfect thing, right? We go incrementally, we get a little bit better. So we hope you take a little time to level up every single day. Thanks, everybody.